David. What's going on? Hi, buddy. What's going on? Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me make sure that this works. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. It works. Good old Bidenomics. <laughs> For the win. For the win, baby. 80 million votes. Um, million? 80 million billion million. trillion. 80 million billion trillion. Uh, hold on a second. The new uh, Austin Powers uh, episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> That'll be the new Austin Powers episode. They're making a new Austin Powers movie? No, I'm saying that'd be the new episode. And Biden got 80 million votes. <laughs> okay, I get it now. I get it now. Sounds David, uh, I, love your, it. I love your little basement pyro studio. Yeah, you know, had to build it to... To spec? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw a nice little TV on the wall so I can... You know, see the what I'm scripting in a higher screen. Turn do you the script, lights do you down. script on a on a big old TV? Uh, so I script <clears throat> on the laptop, um, and then I have HDMI up to my yeah uh, com- to my to a big TV screen, a big 50 inch TV screen, so I can make sure that I don't know. Do you do see. the? Do you try to do the whole dual monitor thing? Uh, yeah, you know, I tried that. Um, but the way, you know, obviously you guys know how Finale 3D is set up, uh, uh-huh. it's pretty much set just great. so you can see it on one screen, which is phenomenal. So. <laughs> I got uh, as many windows panes as you could possibly <laughs> shoehorn into any program. They're Everything gets more. its own little window pane. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I dig that, dude. It's always nice to have a space of your own, you know? That it is. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a little pyro getaway slash. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. Uh, let's see. It's because paid for it. I see, I see Donnie Toms is jumping on here at this fourth row. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's coming to get you, man. <laughs> it's coming to get you. We actually, we told him, we were like, yeah, well, that's soundboard. There's, it's a little odd that there's two of them in the chat room. <laughs> I would say it's redundant, but it's not. That's Donnie's nickname. Soundboard. <laughs> Soundboard. Soundboard. His friends call him uh, Axel. His good friends call him Soundboard. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. Oh, Jamie, that reminds me. We got a swear jar now. Oh, shit. Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro Podcast. We're Prozy, AJ, and Jamie. Ignite your passion for pyromusical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. Tell me that's going to pay for the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro Podcast, where fireworks are great, but self-betterment's very important to us. As well, so therefore, I will be implementing a bow swear jar for the next several episodes because <laughs> one, mom's gonna wash my mouth out with soap, and two, somebody told mm. me they're like, dude, it's like, can you stop cussing? You swear way too much. So, uh, but I'm not gonna, so off. I just to be clear, <laughs> this is my 
quest for self-betterment and I will not be putting a quarter in the jar every time you swear uh, because I feel Why? like your output would increase if I did that <laughs> and that would be a monumental <laughs> financial burden for myself. <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> so does your swear jar pay for my pyro? It doesn't, but with that said, I do need to figure out what to uh, use. Worth a try. Yeah, I need to figure out what to use. So any ideas you guys have for what I need to when I put money in the jar, where eventually that money's going to go. Um, um, firing system. Well, I don't want to reward myself. I got to give it to somebody else. I feel like if I don't give it to somebody else, then that's not going to dissuade me from saying bad words. Date nights the with podcast. the wife. There you go. There you um, go. Well, yeah. I like that. <laughs> She'd appreciate it. I like that. Uh, let's see. Pyro she- wives worldwide. You know, they don't get enough credit. That's for sure. They do not. They do they not. That's true. So Amanda, of- like your Amanda does though. Amanda, well, it's because <clears throat> you guys both work for, for RKM. So she is widely appreciated in the pyro community because she helps out so many people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's a warrior for sure. Yeah. Amanda, please. Amanda, please. (laughs) Anybody that can put AJ in his place, I'm totally on board with. (laughs) She is okay in my book. (laughs) She has never done that. (laughs) Gang, David Anglin is the man of the hour. And we're talking the, uh, the man, the myth, the legendary designer with abilities so dialed in, he can design a opening feature Sky Wars uh, 1-3 show to the freaking chicken dance and <laughs> arguably have it be the best display of the evening. Um, that's uh, I appreciate that. And yeah, man, that was a, that was a stellar show back in 2021. <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of that. Damn it. Back in the day. There <laughs> it is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be full yes. by the night. It's <laughs> 50 cents already, man. Um, so jump change. Yeah. Right. And so back in 20, in 2021, when you guys, when you did that, I mean, the chicken dance, was that, was that your idea? Was that Brian's <laughs> idea from RKM? Who's, who was like, you know what, let's, let's go nuts on this and let's do the chicken dance. <laughs> yeah. So, um, quite frankly, um, <clears throat> Brian came to me and was like, Hey, uh, we've been asked to do a, uh, a musical, at Sky Wars. I'm um, not sure if we're ready to tackle that uh, yet or if you feel comfortable enough with the software. And I'm like, uh, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and his, I guess his really only big request is that we started with something funny. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, well, then here we go. Let's just, you pick a song, I'll pick a song. Uh, James ended up picking a song and then we just kind of collabed on uh, finding the finale song. Um, so... Brian obviously picked the chicken dance. Um, so I know a couple, several episodes uh, previously, you guys were talking about uh, <clears throat> the commitment and that was only commitment because, well, I had to, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was really genuinely fun. And like, it, like, I don't know. I, I guess I've always been um, more apt to um, scripting songs that I prefer, which I mean, who doesn't, yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So when you get somebody to say, no, look, you're going to script this song or can you script this song um, really starts to bring out a different kind of, I would say scripting ability. Yeah, man. It goes outside Um, of your, your box. Yeah. yeah, The comfort zone is, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I was really happy with the way it turned out. Um, you know, we had some- I mean, as as far as personal challenges go, I like to me that seems maximal to say. Challenge you know, I'm going to go outside. You know what I'm what I'm normally used to, and then go into scripting the chicken dance. You know, <laughs> one of the world's most popular wedding songs. I'd, I'd be lost. Time. Yeah, I'd be freaking <laughs> lost, man. So that's uh, that's you know, kudos to you for being able to to do that. But when you guys, you know, when you and Brian and James kind of collaborated on that, was that, did you guys collaborate on the design as well? Or was that like a, um, you know, like a, like song submissions only. And then you did the, the, the scripting for it and the design work. How do you guys usually break that stuff up? Yeah. So we actually, I'm actually the only one that really has a software. So I, I mean, physically I did the, the scripting, um, for it. Yeah. Um, I actually scripted a majority of everything and then I took it to him and I said, look, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, James had some input on his song. Um, and then after we finalized it, <clears throat> we kind of all went over it and yeah, just said, yes, let's do this. Let's not do that. Too many things here. Uh, you know, timing's off here. Yeah. Let's adjust yeah. it. Let's go test this product and make sure this is good. Well, collab, um, dude, collaborating on designs, it's really a fine niche art. You know, it, it's really cool when you see designers go and collaborate on something and then they really make something cohesive. Um, you know, a lot of what you see in the club space, particularly, is, you know, you'll, you'll see kind of, it kind of goes, guys go out and just do their own little sub segments of, of things and it, really is special when you know you can collaborate with other designers and then make something like that you know yeah and i guess that's why that's always my concern <clears throat> is figuring out um what somebody else's design is trying to incorporate my design into what i think they would script so that it almost flows a little bit better yeah um cuz obviously when you're working with um you know People come from different backgrounds. They see fireworks differently. They hear fireworks differently. Um, they visualize things, you know, differently. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's kind of fun to coll- to do some collabs. Um, to see it on a stage like that too at Sky Wars, like you know the chicken dance. When that first started, I laughed. I got laughed, man. Oh yeah. I was, <laughs> as soon as you well, know, I like, first. Started, we had some stuff go wrong that I was yeah. not got laughing, but <laughs> well, <laughs> after it was going well, I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. You guys use Starfire, right? When you- so primarily we do use Cobra, um, <clears throat> but I have my father-in-law um, who has a majority, well, I guess about half of the Starfire that I used that year. And then huge shout out to Tim Jamerson for um, allowing me to use the... Um, remaining of the system the remainder of the system uh that year and yeah. then again this year um my god i think i'm at like 147 modules and yeah, I love uh, it. roughly 100 of those is coming from tim so much appreciated because <laughs> show would not go off the ground without, without that so. yeah that's that's awesome man tim's such a good dude yeah most definitely yeah and plug if you've not seen the <clears throat> Pyro Jam videos, please go watch those. Are guys. they good? I haven't watched any of them yet. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really, they, really good. Uh, I saw. Um, I think I did. I did watch some of the shows. Uh, you know, that got picked for the event, yeah. but I don't think I. I haven't actually seen it. I did see that, like the one guy, um, the American designer, um, 
I think he does some Disney work, I guess, but he did like the, I think it was Aladdin show. Yeah, it was Aladdin. It It was, yeah, very well done. Really? Was that, so so have you watched all of them? Like the actual display? I have. Yeah. So I I watched um, the finale 3D version and then I watched the actual um, show itself. And I I mean, out of the three, I think the Aladdin is probably the most colorful. Um, obviously there are some more, um, intricate designs with, with the winner. Um, but overall phenomenal job from, from everybody. Yeah. Do they judge that event day of? Um, yeah, so it's actually live. So I think they do an opener. Um, they do the three shows and then they, I'm not sure if it's an app or what they use. Um, but yeah, they, they do onsite voting. So the crowd goes right away. So. Is it weighted in any way by a judging panel or is it 100% crowd vote? Um, I believe the three remaining is a uh, crowd vote. That's cool. Do they have any, like, is, is it kind of like Sky Wars where they have different categories of displays or is it just, um, you know, like the, I can't, it's cause it's all, it's all a mixture of, I mean, it's like sky's the limit, right? I mean, it's, it's all right. display fireworks You know, it's one, four, one, four pro one, three, um, and then the, I guess, competition setting, I just wasn't sure. Do they do a closing show on top of the competition shows? Yeah, they do. I think, uh, Tim actually scripted that himself. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was pretty, it was, I have it to was watch wonderful. it, man. I, I saw that, yeah. uh, uh, saw Rob, Rob Tahan. He's like my guitar God, but he's a Yo, pyro yeah. too. And he, um, they actually, they played the event. So I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want, I completely forgot it was this, I think it was this last weekend, right? Oh, uh, it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot it was this last weekend, but I haven't seen any of the videos yet. So it's on my to-do list. Yeah. My dude. Um, you know, while you're not editing or working. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Damn it. There it is. <laughs> Does, it uh, does damn it count? Damn it shouldn't yep. count. Yep. It well, does. There's, another, there's two more. No. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. asking a question about it. It doesn't He's count. Saying, Dang it. No. That's so. That's such a, a what? elementary school word. What is? Dang it. <laughs> I, you, say, you say dang it. I think of uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> dang it. Dang it, Bobby. Oh, that's awesome. God. Eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, eat the food. <laughs> David, okay, so let's talk about Sky Wars, man. Um, yep. So for let's those of you that... You and- yeah. For those of you that do not know, the pro category has been a thing in Sky Wars for what? Two years now? Is this, this is the second year. Yeah. This is the second year. For competition. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for those that aren't aware, Sky Wars is an invitational where designers will, they're invited to come out and put their shows up. Previously, there was only one competition category, right? And it was the, you know, your, your classic 1.4 UN codes, right? 1.4 and 1.4 Pro. Pro. And that was the pro Um, And that was really the only competition to memory. I'm not misspeaking, right? That's it. Not to, yeah, that's correct to my knowledge. Okay. So what do you think of moving the one, three shows to the competition space rather than just like the exhibition? I personally love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, um, something that's needed. There's always needed to be a space for, um, these one, three designers, um, 
me included, uh, Donnie Toms, you know, Tim Traffigan, yeah. yep. uh, all, all very well, um, phenomenal designers. Um, so, uh, I, I think not necessarily even just for the bragging rights, you know, uh, I mean, that's all fun. That's all games. Uh, and, and I've spoke to every, you know, Donnie and I've spoke to, um, uh, Tim and, and we're all like, you know what, we're doing this for fun. Uh, we're, it's, you know, the crowd is obviously the most important, uh, to entertain them. Um, but you know, just the fun, like back and forth every once in a while, like, um, quick yeah, chatter, the, you know, yeah. it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. great. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little <laughs> bit of razzing, you know, keeping it, you know, obviously cordial, <laughs> but, uh, cause I've heard there's another chat going on. That's not, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know, I know their chat is, 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 uh, is cordial and they're, they're having a lot of fun over there at the, the pro ams, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that they, they created this space. It wasn't so much a press releases. It was like a community release yeah. where they were rooting around for one, three designers last year. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's really cool and that they, they kind of move that to the competition space. Cause it does, it, it brings a, a different element to the pro shows of the evening. Whereas before it was really just kind of either vendor donated shows or, um, you know, it was almost like a, it was almost a, a way to, to highlight the the brands and the display companies that came out to Sky Wars, which now it still is, but it, you know, adds a degree of competitive nature Artistic, to it, which is really, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's really, I, I dig that. Um, how many shows have you done at Sky Wars? Will this be your second or have you had a hand in others? Yep. So, um, this is officially my second one that I've scripted, uh, obviously the 21 with the chicken dance. Um, and then I, um, helped, um, when it was a, another name to be not spoken, um, <laughs> in 2015, uh, RKM did the closing display. Yeah. Um, and very well scripted. Um, and actually that is where I w- uh, met my wife. Nice, man. Yeah. So it's kind of Sky Wars has a you know big part in my heart. Uh, where is it at? There we go. Oh, <laughs> 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 you gotta be, you gotta go easy on those noises, man. Especially <laughs> given the context. <laughs> oh man. So, what's your mindset typically going into a competition show? I mean, do you go, do you go into it thinking to yourself, how do I differentiate myself from the way that, you know, shows typically, you know, set themselves up at these events? Uh, do you, do you go out and kind of do your homework on the guys that you're going up against? What's your, what's your headspace like going in? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is letter rip tater chip, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, yeah, you know, um, first is just a wave of like nerves and then mm-hmm. then you sit down and you're like all right well now i need to figure out you know soundtrack and um as designers i'm sure you both know that creating the soundtrack is way harder than scripting the soundtrack yeah um so obviously thousands of hours on youtube and of other social medias. Um and then yeah i mean really once i found out who the other two competitors were um you know um, started doing some YouTubing on you know, figuring out 
their scripting design. That's and, right. Figuring yeah, out how, you know, they, just trying how to, they visualize their space. Tim is, you know what, when I like going into this and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to talking to Donnie because I, I, out of all of the designers on the field, I feel like I, I'm aware of his styling the least. I mean, I've seen a couple of his videos, but it seems like they've always been on like just not everyone has these grand fields to design on. I mean, half the time, almost none of us do. Right. I mean, I know right. it's a, that's different for like you and Tim, because you guys have, you know, you're, you guys work for uh, display companies and uh, you know, you're constantly doing this stuff. So you see it a number of different fields and, you know, just sites period in order to kind of go out and do your thing. So it's, I'm looking forward to picking Donnie's brain because, you know, like I've, I've seen shows by, by you and, and Tim, but I've at least on this grand a scale. Yeah. And I know that you're, you're both forces to be reckoned with. So I'm kind of curious to, I'm, I'm curious to kind of pick Donnie's brain and see how he goes into really large field. Yeah. I mean, I, from my understanding, um, <clears throat> this is going to be one of the biggest that he's done. I know I've seen quite a few of his, uh, shows, including some that he's done for, you know, club shows even this year and, um, all phenomenal, phenomenal work. So, you know, I'm not, Sitting back and just relaxing in a chair. I'm, you know, yeah. nerves are yeah. Well, I saw her up there a little bit. I was, you know? I was impressed with that one. That uh, I, I think the the first show might have been the one that he posted from this year. I think the one that he posted from. I don't know if it was his own personal show. I just remember the YouTube video said said Donnie Tom. So I I wasn't sure if it was a K. Is he's K Cap right? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a K-Cap show or if it was just, you know, his work and like, or if it was his own personal show, but it was cool. It was a, it was an excellent show. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to even leave my name out of it, but I think we're all forces to be reckoned with. I don't think yeah. we're all, I think it's going to, you know, we're going out there to have fun. Uh, obviously, first and foremost, like I, you know, want to stress that, but, you know, obviously there is a, a trophy and some shirts waiting. So let's... <laughs> the bowling trophy or something, right? They put the, they, they... No, dude, it's, so. it's going to be sick. I, I think um, trap, didn't he roll out a show for PGI earlier? He did, this year? Yeah, yeah. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Really? Uh, he closed, they closed the night out. So nice. close to close the event. So I watched some of the competition shows, but I, I haven't watched his, I'm so behind on stuff, man. Yeah. I was bummed that he was going because then he took uh, Ellery away from my crew, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys, uh, so do you guys fight over Ellery? (laughs) No, you know, he's primarily, uh, he shoots for Casabella. So um, I know he's going to be helping me with a show uh, this coming Saturday evening. Nice. um, Which really looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, every once in a while we'll do some fun stuff together. Um, otherwise, I think he's primarily with uh, Casabella. So that's cool. Is that a bit of a haul for him to get up into I your think neck? It of the woods? Is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure exactly the drive, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a haul for sure. Yeah. How long have you been designing shows? No. Um, the first um real show I designed, I did a little something in 2017 for an RKM demo. Um, and then I actually, um, actually it would have been six years ago yesterday. I did my first actual real big pyro musical. Um, yeah. and that was for our wedding. Yeah. So, Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Is it, you did your own wedding show? Uh, I did. Yeah. You know, out there 
Because so, I, 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 like, I asked you a question in the morning, yes. and then <laughs> I got to ask you a question with that. Walk down dude. the aisle in the afternoon <laughs> at four. So, oh yeah, <laughs> was, uh, I didn't have to tear it down Amanda, though. So pro was bono. Amanda thrilled about um, that? You know, I. <laughs> Mary <laughs> <and> kind of <laughs> uh, put me on the spot on this one. Uh, no, you know, kind of the way we discussed it is, um, man, I was perfectly fine with going to courthouse and just getting it done, right? But yeah. um, she showed her love by, you know, having the wedding, right? So I yeah. wanted to reciprocate that and um, show her, you know, my. Yeah, right. This is basically yeah, the, yeah, the equivalent yeah. of the equivalent of what the you're medi- medieval yeah. times where you know the man trenched through the woods and brought home a, a pair of pelts or something. It's, it right. just says I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was it, it was really interesting. Uh, obviously we had some really, really good help out there. Um knocked it out of the park. Um but even even that was yeah, you know, stressful because you're you know, your wedding day and you're like, oh God, is this going to go off right? I mean, obviously you're supposed to be thinking about the wedding, right? But <laughs> as pyros, I think something comes to the forefront of our, of our heads for some unknown yeah. reason. Yeah. The, uh, I, when Kenny and I got married, it was, I had no idea. My dad was planning super secret fireworks. Oh, did he? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, really that's cool. wonderful. Because I, I kept wondering throughout the day, especially at the reception, it's like, where's my dad? <laughs> it's like, this is the most important day of my life. <laughs> when the photographer, you know, threw us in one of the golf carts and did, took us out into the country club, she's like, oh yeah, I found this great little spot in front of, you know, the pond on hole number three. We'd love to do one of those goofy little pictures where, you know, you jump up in the air and all this other shit. Yeah. Um, there it is. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, we're driving out to the hole number three and I kind of look over onto the driving, onto the driving range and there's my dad in his tuxedo halt, like carrying racks. And all I'm what thinking to myself is like, I'm not supposed to see this. <laughs> I'm not supposed to see this, but I'm also thinking to myself, he is not going to be able to return that. Oh no, 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 no. You bought that. Yeah, they're not taking that tuxedo back. <laughs> that is charcoal stained, my that's friend. That's yours now, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man, that you did the uh, fireworks at, at your wedding. It's crazy. The guys that are in pyro that will usually do pyro at their weddings, they wind up, you know, handing over that responsibility to their buddies to do it. Because, you know, it's Oh, no, like, my yeah. father-in-law did it. No, he, I love that. he did the cleanup and I was not opposed to that. Yeah. How long's how long's he been into pyro? Is he kind of like the origin story behind your interest in fireworks? Um, not mine. Um, for Amanda, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how they had your, their quality time together. Um, it's awesome. workaholic of sorts, I guess. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the designer for the the show in 2015 um, asked when I, I was working at RKM full time at that point. Um, and um, he asked if I wanted to go out because he he knew I had an interest in um, bigger and better and yeah yeah making the world a better place with pyro musicals. So um, yeah, he asked us to come out and um, yeah, and then he, I knew he had worked with um, Amanda and um, her dad um, at another uh, firework company. So yeah. Yeah, he he just was asking for the you know the best of the best to come out. Um, so yeah, I mean it just 
I, I, <laughs> I, I laugh about it still because um, I was in the van hauling some stuff out and um, I was with James <laughs> and just out of the blue, I just like jokingly looked at him. And I was like, dibs. Like I, I seen her and I was like, dibs. <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, young, whatever. It. And kind of looking back. James, like, eh. don't even think about <laughs> it, dude. Right, right. So, um, yeah. And then I guess really it just kind of yeah. went from there. So, well, I, I can imagine that that first date with somebody that enjoys fireworks as much as you do, I cannot like fathom in my peanut brain what that's like. Yeah, that was you great. That, yeah. I mean, it was, you guys probably had zero shortage of stuff to talk about. Was, yeah. it, one of the, was yeah. it one of those things where eventually you're like, okay, I feel like I need to pump the brakes on the fireworks talk. We need to figure out who <laughs> so, she you know, really I don't is. think yeah. that she was as much into the fireworks as I was at that point yeah. in time. I think it, again, I think it was more of just like a bonding experience between her yeah. and her dad. You know, when you have um, all sisters or all, all daughters, right? I mean, there's no real way for a guy that's in pyro yeah. to, to bond otherwise, other, other than, well, you're moving racks. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're moving product. You're plugging stuff in today. So, Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, it's good. That's awesome, man. It's good. Did she wind up at RKM? Um, because your your father in law worked with with Brian. Um, she ended up winding up at RKM because um right after we got married, um she well needed a job and she was going to she was finalizing school for accounting and yeah, just kind of kind of led one thing to another and yeah. Just she just started there. Yeah, I it was, love it, man. It was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. So I love it. Here's to uh, anyone that's good with numbers, too. Agreed. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. Nope. No, more the uh, whichever side of the brain is the creative stuff. That's where I hang out. Yep. Uh, yeah. Everything else doesn't necessarily work. Um, what are we talking about? Exactly. How far are you in, uh, you sent me some pictures a week or two ago. You guys are prepping. You're in full hardcore prep. So you're done with design, right? For this um, year. Yep. Yep. Design is completed. Was done about a month ago. Yeah. Um, products all pulled. Um, about 90, 97.8%. Ooh. Um, labeled, um, and single shots are getting racked up. So yeah. Eight a lot of bright of the, red paper, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. baby. So eight of the well, we're not gonna say that number, but eight <laughs> of eight, eight of the fronts are ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So just gotta just gotta fan them out. You know, you gotta rack yeah. them up and box them so they transport legally. So oh, yeah. all the fun yep. logistics of <laughs> DOT. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So when you guys do um Prepping a front line, um, you know, with your night owl stuff. Uh, and do you guys use you guys use Craig Corax, right? Uh, for the majority, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We are getting some in that are not. Um, <clears throat> so slight plug for there. Nothing against Craig Co. Love them. Uh, wonderful, but you know we do have some, uh, and and I I know I will be using some of um, the ones that we have just because. Tabs it's a lot of single shots, man. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a yeah. lot of single oh shots. You Lord. almost stick them wherever the hell you can stick them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Zing. 
Um, when you do, cause I know almost nothing about Starfire, you know, other than it's, it's a trunk line based system. It's, it's all wired. Um, wireless. Is it wireless? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. We're, I'm gonna, um, I know Jameson tested the limits this last weekend. Um, yeah. I think so had, is, oh, God, is this, is this new? And when um, I say new, or is it just like, cause I, the times that I've seen Starfire, it's always been, you know, the wired trunk lines. So, yeah. I'm, so I think wireless has come out within the last three years. Don't quote cool. me to that, but it's, it's magnificent. Um, really? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, just, we all know how running trunk line is, right? I mean, you're oh, yeah. sitting there with 500 foot spool of wire and, and running it out and you're like, all right, well, here's just a dollar sign every time you're, you hit a, you hit a foot. Well, dude, not wire. only that too, but I, I, there's a high level of anxiety that would, I mean, we saw it, I think with your guys' show back Most in 2021. definitely did see it in know, 21. Where the, where yeah. the trunk lines, like, because like, Jameson had some trunk lines get run over too. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's so much foot traffic and so much vehicle traffic out there that I, I mean, <clears throat> was it best practice to wait until the end of the night when, you know, vehicles are basically, like, everybody's been told to piss off, like get off of the field. Uh, we need to run our trunk lines. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously that's the best time. <clears throat> You know, you're getting yelled at by safety because you need yeah. to get off the field. But, you know, I'd rather get yelled at than have trunk line issues and hold up a, an event for another 45 minutes. <laughs> 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 but, you know, with the wireless system, uh, you know, putting 32 modules into one wireless system, then you'll need one wireless system onto the controller. Um, makes a world of a difference. So. Yeah. So is any degree of that architecture, not wireless. You know, I've seen the systems where, you know, you'll have a wireless transmission from controller to, you know, one module. And then from one module, you're, you're basically tethered um, with cabling. Is, is yeah, that kind so of the architecture with the Starfire when you get into the it wireless cables stuff? to a wireless system, like a wireless module. Yeah. Um, and then we put a panel. Um, I know they have just like a, an antenna on there, um, but, um, the panels, um, panel antennas are phenomenal. Yeah. Make a world of a difference. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we do. And then again, you just need one on the controller and I think we're going to have five wireless mods out there. Oh, that's cool. When you go to do that in design, I mean, are you thinking of that ahead of time or are you kind of thinking to yourself, okay, transmission points going to be here. Um, or Not is it all. one of those things where you don't even have to think about it? You can just throw I still your don't know how it's going to run. Really? Yeah. No, when it comes to the, the, the wiring of the system, I, I, I solely do rely on, um, my father-in-law. Oh, okay. Um, I got just you. because I, I'm good at the script. I'm not good at the wiring, uh, like <clears throat> on, on the end, you know, I, I can wire a show. That's not a problem, but yeah. Running trunk line, the ins and outs of <clears throat> running tree trunk line or however they describe it. It mm -hmm. makes no sense to me. So <laughs> I let somebody who knows what they're doing, do it right. And then I just shoot the show. Right. There you go. So at what point do you have to sit down, um, you know, with your father-in-law and go like, Hey, here's the layout. Here's what we're looking at from a, a bird's eye view. Where Saturday morning. I love it. Oh, yeah. Is it oh, really yeah. that close oh, yeah. to no. the event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I won't put it. We'll put slats out in the field. We'll put cables yeah. out in the field. We'll test slats. Um, <clears throat> but with the cost of of that system, we do not put any of the mods out in the field yeah. uh, until day of. Gotcha. Um, and that just, 
you know, with the way we have the week planned out, I shouldn't have anything else to do. That being said, we all know how fireworks go. <laughs> There's going to be stuff to do that the day uh-huh. of. <clears throat> so, no shortage um, of it ever, my dude. No, let's let's just pray for no rain. Yeah, no kidding. That <laughs> adds so much to a setup. Oh, I mean, just one day of rain can add two days yeah. of work. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it, like the, always, the worst part too is, um, you know, this the seeming got to watch the weather three days before an event. Then you see rain, but it just kind of keeps waffling back and forth between is it gonna or is it not gonna? And then you're just like, okay, yeah, right. You just stress out more because you're like, at what point do I make the call? What point do I make the call? And like, okay, we got to, we need to bag everything. You know, and I I think we're just going to go ahead and jump ahead of that. Um, And we're just going to bag right as we go. Excuse me. I I know we have time accounted for it, uh, time allotted for it. So, we're just going to do it. Um, and then yeah, even like I, one, three shells, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Foil the tops and then plastic yep. over top. Yeah. Better be safe than sorry. Yeah. Always, you know, did you utilize the front line? Um, when I say front line, I mean, you know, that, that distinct separation between your back, back line for fronts and then the front line for, you know, fronts and non-breaking effects. 21 I did um this year um I 21 was kind of an eye opener for me <clears throat> if you watch back I had a cake um some they were red and yellow corset cakes um and we had the cakes up by the single shots and I was shooting some 4 inch shells behind it some hearts and whatnot and they kind of got drowned out in the corsets um, because the height of the corsets. So um, mm. kind of really made me think everything through. So um, still undecided um, right now, but I think I'll actually push my single shots and cakes. And um, I, I, I like to, I, I like the layer effect, right? So yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> part of me just says, you know what? Screw it. Let's just put everything in one row because then you do see a height difference. You see ground to, to apex um, effects. But that being said, it's, I'm torn um, because, you know, obviously we all want that punch of, of that cue to be closer to the, the crowd. So mm-hmm. six to one, half a dozen to the other. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, it- a lot of that depends on the effect too. I mean, it you know, does. The, the type of effect and the depth in which you you shoot it. Because I mean, there is a substantial difference between that back line and the front line. So the minute that you start putting stuff on that front line, it is you know, even though you get a degree of depth, if your if your effect choice for that particular you know you know like depth perception of whatever you're going for doesn't necessarily makes sense, then you're right. It is super easy to drown out whatever you put up behind it in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, it's um, probably just an unpopular belief, but I, I always think having everything in one row, I mean, it, you look even at um, a lot of the Chinese musicals, they don't put you know frontage any closer than they do their shells. It's yeah, right yeah. in front. Yeah. It's right there because they want that layering effect. You know, you want to see your comets. You want to see your shells above it. Yep. Um, so a hundred percent, dude. I mean, it's it, so much of it relies on you know the designer's eye and the ability to 
to know what you're shooting and know what you're putting up. Because if you know your product well enough to know, okay, here's what I'm using that starts at ground level and ends in mid-level, but I've got things that are easily occupying um, mid-high and high verticals, be it behind it, you know, the further back you put it on that line, it it you're right. I mean, it's easy to lose that depth perception. It's just a completely different different skill and look to the entire show. Yeah. So it just, um, you know, are you guys putting, um, cause you use, you use a lot of like strobes and flame pots and, you know, different, different I do. Effect. Yeah. Um, I'll even have, well, uh, information, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you were in 21, you seen, I had the, um, aluminum towers out there. Yep. Um, those will be making an appearance again, most definitely. Um, and then each one of my, um, frontage positions will have um, some ground effects as well. So <clears throat> that being said, I, I do like to mess with putting strobes at different depths in the field. I, I think it creates almost like a, uh, a 3D haunting feeling mm-hmm. um, in, in certain aspects of music. So it's it's fun to mess with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, again, if you get the time and place or... Yeah. For sure, dude. And I think that, um, you know, that field too, um, you know, Innsbruck field is like when you're sitting in the, at the audience's perspective, I think there is kind of a, like a, a topology dip, I guess, when you're looking at that from the front. So when you do kind of layer some of those effects, you, you do see it, right? You see the, the stacking effect. Um, and, and the depth lines that it creates when you start putting that stuff, uh, you know, front to back and kind of creating that, th- that 3d grid, which is cool because if you don't have the right field then you're not going to see that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we'll see on, on, you know, trying to play around with some different things. Um, obviously testing is key, obviously before you do anything, but, um, obviously you have to put it into life, you know, real life at, yeah. Yeah, shooting in a musical because you know you can test all you want, <clears throat> but until you put it into a real life a- aspect of adding in other effects around with it to see how how it's going to play or you know add or take mm-hmm. away from something else, um, you don't know. Yep, that's true. Um, for instance, you know, twenty one. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with like the PFX one hundred Ws. It's the the white flash. Mm-hmm. Um, yep half a second um we were there was an aspect of the song that i wanted to um of one of the songs it was uh talking about closing your eyes right yeah so um instead of shooting those straight in the air um you know towards the sky i actually had them pointing the crowd um so they would almost create a create a um a blinding effect towards the crowd to make yeah. them close, like to close their eyes when it said oh, to nice. close their eyes. So, <laughs> you know, trying to play, play the words, you know, playing the words to try and play the crowd to, yeah, to do something. I don't know. I don't know if it actually worked. Um, well, dude, from I, a designer's like, it, point of view, I thought it did. Yeah, well, um, I, like from a science point of view, it works too, because like if, if the contextual space around those flashes is completely dark, if you have nothing else going on, then, you know, the human pupil is prepped for darkness, right? Right. And these are aspects where I really want to dive into um, more DMX just because, I mean, we all know how the, with the price of like flash pots and strobes oh, yeah, and, and this, that, and the other, right? So I, I, I think 
you know, 40 or $50 for a, a DMX light. And I'm sure they're probably more, um, but cost over time, you know, seven strobes, you just yeah. bought it. You just paid for it. You yeah. don't have to yeah. worry about, you know, that the cost of that um, strobe again, you know, there's just the, the general upkeep maintenance of, yeah. of that light. What I found with the DMX stuff, it's really hard to find something that produces the amount of lumens something comparable to a flash by because those things are just so bright that and they're directional yes right so um yeah well uh, that's all i'll say because i'm I'm working on something (laughs) okay so now wait a minute now the next question i'm gonna ask then because if you you know you introduce dmx here you're gonna are you doing dmx you're not doing dmx no no um because you guys were allowed right didn't they open it up for you guys to do dmx they did. Yeah. I mean, and now the more I talk about it, the more I'm thinking about doing it, but I, I think I'm just gonna, I don't want to, right. Cause unpopular again, and probably another unpopular belief. Maybe it's not, I don't know. I, I think DMX is too early on in the stage of the firework realm. I don't know who the judges are. You know, no, we, we don't know. I don't know what their viewpoint is on strobes right. or, uh, or DMX. Right. So is that going to take points away? Is that going to yeah, add points? Right. I don't know. So I just decided to opt out on the DMX. Yeah. I wish that the judge selection, you hope that the judges are going to be unbiased to that stuff and that they're, they're looking at a display and they're like, okay, where do I see innovation? You know, where do I see innovation? Where do I see something that creates an overall pleasing you know, symmetrical sight picture? Right? And that, yeah. that should be inclusive of all kinds of different effects. You know, I don't care if it's even though you know this. We are centrally based in Pyro. I think it's really special when you see really solid integrations of different kind, like the special effects world and Pyro, because you know it all makes for a stellar experience. It does, yeah. You know that that damn thing they did at PGI. Oh my god, that I thought that was the integration, such an intuitive use of drones and fireworks. You know, and it was all just this cohesive segment it was a complete 180 from my what you know i thought happened at, at, at cobra con you know oh dude it was great you know I, both of the shows were good they had their aspects of of being phenomenal in their own way right um but, but when you got it like when you're watching a fireworks show at i want to watch o'clock, the fireworks show yeah and then and when you have to turn to your nine o'clock to watch the, the drone manner. show it's like guys come on yeah i mean you're you're basically putting on two totally different shows here and not like you can't watch both of them as much as i wish i had eyes in the side of my head i do not yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I took my camera, I faced it towards the drones, and then I watched the fireworks. <laughs> so you can watch both. <laughs> I, yeah, you know. Um, then I can play back and, you know, do split screen on, on a computer. <laughs> you or can overlay like. one over top of the yeah. other and wish. <laughs> but, no, again, I, I obviously I'm not here to, to bash that because both, again, both of those shows were phenomenal. Um, but yeah, the integration... Um, of, of drones in the fireworks there. That was the first time personally watching drones at a firework event. I was like, all right, so this is just cracking the shell on the egg of, of what can unfold for future. Yeah. Um, creatively, man, it's like, it opens up a whole new palette of potential. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, it does. just, it's how do you figure out how to do it 
appropriately. And I think they really, you know, did something special Dan, with PGI. Yeah, Dan yeah. really did a great job. Yeah. So, you know, and I know we all sit around and talk and we're like, well, you know, we all want to do a something or we, I want to do something that hasn't been done before in fireworks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm right there along with that because I, I'm, you want Getting, to do, everybody wants to do something special. Yeah, man. yeah, I, yeah. Want to, it's not, I don't want to go to another like, town display, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to these events to, as much as I'm going to enjoy it, I'm going to learn. I'm going there to learn and to see other innovative ideas in design. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Half of my ideas either come from watching other musicals in person or hours on YouTube and my wife hates it, (laughs) but you know, I don't even think it's, you know, like I'm I'm knocking off somebody's idea. You know what? If you put it in a VDL or a video, uh, a finale 3d and you're going to put it on YouTube and you haven't shot it, I'm going to shoot it because I want (laughs) to see what it looks like in person. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, well, dude, that's like, I, I think any degree of innovation that designers in this space come up with everything helps to progress the, you know, the hobby and the profession as a whole, right? Everything that we do and everything that gets, gets put out there, once that gets consumed by people doing designs, it becomes something, it becomes, you know, another arrow for the quiver, you know, it becomes yes. something that you can, you can lean on um, and just cool innovative ideas to run out to the field and make other cool kick-ass shows. Ugh. Yeah. There it um, is. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, is there anything that you can give me? Any any nuggets or tidbits on what you're going to do at Sky Wars that nobody's ever done before? Never done before. Never um, done before. Okay, you don't even have to answer that. No, tell you know, you I think it's you just want. some of the single shot runs. Okay. Um, cool. I, I think I'm the main focus. Um, for this show, for me, is to and everybody that I've, that's been helping me, I appreciate your help because I I know it's ungodly the amount of single shots I have out there. Um, <laughs> but I want I'm testing some limits on just some of the runs. And, and again, I, I know we all do phenomenal runs. Tim Jameson, phenomenal design, phenomenal runs. Um, um, but you know, different speeds and cadences and, um, and colorations and, um, and whatnot. Right. Um, but really, I think for me, that's kind of, yeah. Um, playing, um, shell colors with, with single shot colors, trying to get those to mingle, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that they're coming out of, you know, the same factory or, or the colors being produced by at least, um, the same family or the same business. Yeah. Um, so, right. you know, you know, prime example, right? Blue is really, really hard to get the same consistency in colors, in my opinion. <laughs> I obviously raccoon is known for blues, right? Um, so, uh, you're going to see a lot of blues, um, from night owl, um, because I, I think the, bl- the quality of the blue that we're producing is, at the same level, I don't want to say it's better because that's not. I, 
I'm not here to sound arrogant, right? But I think it's at the same level as a raccoon. Yeah. Um, purples, yellows, obviously we know they're they're really good colors. They're underused colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just because we haven't found the right hue that connects to yeah. the, you know, our, yeah. our idea of a purple or a yellow. Purple would be, I'd love to see more purple. I'm sad. Yeah. Pink you see quite a bit. Um, pink you see, yeah, pink you see quite a bit. Purple, I... I would like to see it more in cakes, but I almost wonder if it's just a composition that, um, you know, I, I don't know Maybe there's something in the composition that's just, it's either a rare material or an expensive material, which is why it's not necessarily mainstay yeah. in a lot of consumer cakes. Is that a directionally correct <clears throat> guess? I, I believe so. I, I know the cost of color is also a big part in um, the lack of purple. Yeah. Dude, like blue, I've been harping on garbage blues for uh years i i just i wish um you could get like a vibrant burning blue something i and i don't care if it's a little quicker burning i would almost prefer it to be a little quicker burning because i feel like when i run out some kind of shaping or you know some kind of sequence blue that has blue in it, yeah it, it lasts so much longer and it's but it's always so dim Right. It's always yeah. so dim in the way that it's perceived, even with the naked eye, not just on, you know, camera, but with the naked eye. So there is a segment in the show, and I believe it's in the third or fourth song, um, where I'm using some some red, white, and blue, um, like 33, 33, 33 divided in color shells. Yeah. And again, <clears throat> the blues last a lot longer, but my God, it it is I think it's actually more predominant than the red in the shell. Really? And again, I, I want somebody to tell me if I'm wrong because I'm not opposed to admitting I'm wrong, but it is an incredible blue. Um, I'll make a note of that and, and watch for it here in a few weeks. But like, if that's, if that's true and you guys have found something that's more vibrant, even if it burns a little longer. It is song four, by the way, now that I think about it. Okay. Song four, watch for blues. Okay. So if you're already kind of down the path with a more vibrant blue, then I think you're, you know, you're headed in the right direction because from, from there, it's just trying to perfect the burn time because if it's vibrant and it, it can hold its own weight next to other vibrant burning colors, you know, like the, like the reds and like the whites, the problem has always been just like you said earlier, it burns so long and so dimly that it almost, it almost always looks out of place, especially when you see guys try to do, you know, classic, um, you know, USA based stuff with the red, white, and blue, you get this super vibrant, really quick burning red and the same thing with the white, but then the blue, it's just like, it breaks. And then, you know, it just lingers forever, but you can barely even see that it's there it, compared yeah, to, so I know the blues on these will linger, right? I, yeah. I know it will last a long time, <clears throat> but, um, it's it's just so vibrant in my opinion. Love that, that man. So I love that dude. That I've talked it up. It's not going to fail me. <laughs> <laughs> just my luck. I love no, it, man. No, I, I trust the product that we're producing, and it's it's phenomenal stuff. Yeah, the night yeah. owl stuff, the lake show. You know, I, I designed. Yeah. I, I think I designed all of it with raccoon. But you know, when when AJ and I came up to RKM and saw all of your demos, I fully intended. That weekend, I kid you not, I fully intended to come up there, help AJ look for stuff, and I didn't expect to buy anything. And I wound up buying 
probably you know five or six hundred dollars worth of stuff um, yeah yeah no because it was like dad like, loved it and, dude dad yeah. loved it too yeah like, he was just, ecstatic I, he was like a kid stuff. in a candy store in my office uh, putting <laughs> order in, man that was awesome <laughs> yep yeah so you guys have done a you guys have done a phenomenal job with that line and the compound cakes i love mm-hmm. the way that the, i love the way that the compound cakes perform um they're some of those are like show in a boxes you know if you're like my dad and you love just like the traditional step along uh, what that one guy called it jamie the traditional american show traditional american show yeah, yeah. <laughs> the traditional american show my dad loves that, that typical fourth of july uh-huh. show yeah your typical fourth yeah, of july just like show one, I, so i mean now you're going to get me on a rant here, but uh, <laughs> typical 4th of July show, in my honest opinion, what I think it is, and what I think people mean by that is um, I'm going out, I'm shooting one shell at a time, I'm shooting one cake at a time, I'm, eh, how do I say this? <laughs> uh, I'm going out there to just light the show and get on to the next day, because yeah. yep. I have 10 or 12 other shows that I have to get off the ground the next day for the company. And, yeah. and it's not a matter of laziness. I don't think it's a matter of um, not caring. I think it's a matter of, I have so much to do. I don't have time to put an ungodly amount of effort in this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a competition. Yeah. Well, I'm convinced that a lot of guys in that space that kind of subscribe to the old school kind of show, they're like, Oh my God, this is, this is a totally different take on, you know, backyard fireworks or even your, your city fireworks. I I think a lot of the display companies, you know, and I know you do this quite a bit too. When you guys, you know, propose a pirate musical to say a city municipality or something like that, a lot of times, a a lot of degree of education goes into educating that sponsor on what the hell you're even talking about. Cause they're like, what do you mean? There's something different in presentation than, you know, your traditional shell count. You know, it's a, it's a totally different way to look at an entertaining show because if you have the space for it and you have a, you know, a quality site, then people are going to love it. I mean, it's it, like people watch that kind of stuff and, you know, any of those, like those big WEBN fireworks and, you know, they're not necessarily pirate musicals, but they are right? It, it's a, it's a kind of a combination of, of both, you know, you're letting product kind of do its free flowing thing, but at the same time you're scripting it, you know, you walk a fine line between the two, but the presentation and the way that it's digested by these big cities and municipalities, it's, they welcome it. I, I really do think that they see it and they go, Oh my God, this is stellar. Yeah. 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 Have you found, like, have you found that that's challenging when you guys have had to sell a show? Have you had anybody that, you know, we want to do something different. You guys just go nuts and do your own thing. Or do you guys find that you kind of have to sell it a little? Um, I, I really think it's venue by venue, right? Yeah. So last year um, we did a show um, and a certain business was celebrating their hundredth year anniversary or hundred year of being in business. Um, and it was, um, they do plays and whatnot there. So uh, we wanted to do that. And it was around the same time that the city usually did their um, annual fireworks show downtown. So we, we had them combine their budget um, or we, we requested that they combine their budget um, and, and they did. And then <clears throat> we decided again, <laughs> unpopular 
design show song, but I did the greatest showman, right? And, and, and not because you say that, not, but like I've always been of the, the mindset that while it might be overplayed within the confines of like all the designers that listen of the to the community, podcast, yeah, it's the not the general public, does the not general know. public, man. Yeah, they've yeah. never seen it. And it's a fun one. It's it's something that I've I've wanted to do. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm doing it. And and we actually took it to one of their um offices and showed them around, showed the video, and and they were just like mind blown. And then we shot it. And you know, it's one thing to see it on a computer, and then when you see it in real life, it's yeah. like yep. phenomenal. Yeah. That's so, that one you did. You did that. That was on the bridge, right? That was on the bridge. Yeah. yeah so that was cool. That was even really a more constricting. Um, yeah, because that was site. a narrow site, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so instead of using the length of the bridge, we only had the width of the bridge, um, and so try putting a pyro musical on that. <laughs> it's easy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anybody can do it. Not yeah. so. Yeah, you know, music selection. You know, depending on the context of where you are. Right, depending on the context of where you are and who you're performing for, and all of these things, you know, if you took Greatest Showman and showed up at Sky Wars, and then threw that in your show, then kiss your points goodbye, <laughs> because you know when you're looking at that music selection category, you're going to lose points because that's not innovative, right? But that's not at all the context and the stage in which you put a show like that yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. So something else I've been wanting, I've wanted to try is. And I know you guys have talked about it before. Like, take take three different designers, give them the same product, <laughs> give them the same audio track. I want to see what three different designers like, how their scripts look the same or how they look different. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even the Greatest Showman, for example, you pull that up on YouTube. There's probably forty or fifty different pyro musicals done to that song. Mm-hmm. A majority of those are hitting, obviously, a majority of the same cues, but in the manner they're doing it, it's completely different. Yep. Which yeah. is always intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, just the creative. Dude, it's a total testament to the way that people, like, identifying, I mean, like, the focal point in any one given piece of music, especially in modern music, is it's almost definite you probably hear the same thing that the majority of people hear when they're listening to that piece of music, but you're absolutely right. Where the rubber meets the road and things get different is the way in which they visually interpret that and the way that they use their field to convey it to the audience. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I like the way that you said that. It is really cool to see how people digest and then you know, put something back out into the world in that design space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the, where, where I find a lot of, where I have a lot of fun is, you know, picking new songs or picking songs that haven't been done before. Yeah, that's fun. That's cool. But let me see somebody else that's scripted a song and then let me play with maybe their idea and then add my idea I don't know. I mean, it, it starts to play along the lines of having multiple people script a song in a sense. Um, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I think it's just can, a, a yeah, fun can... realm that needs to be, to, to be dove into. There we go. <laughs> Write that down, Jamie. We'll do a it's perfect a, four by eight. Yeah. Sport of ideals. 
And oh, I, speaking I mean, of, yes. I completely <laughs> forgot about you know, that. Uh, oh, you've been sitting there for an hour waiting to bring up yeah, the four yeah, by eight. He's sleeping. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, how can like, I had a weird twitch, like scratching his uh-huh. arm? Uh-huh. Like, I'm now, gotta talk to him chance. about this now. Octoblast <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you did now for those for people out there that don't know, you know the the, the classic four by eight competition. I'm, a lot of clubs will kind of do these things, but it's essentially a four by eight footprint on a board or not on a board, just whatever. Everything's got to stay within a, a four by eight footprint, and then you shoot your entire show out of that four by eight footprint. And there's really, you know, it's no holds barred. It's usually one, four stuff. Uh, David, when you did it though, you took <laughs> it to another <laughs> level because it was like half that you guys did well, a four by multiple four, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. a four by four. Yeah. And I don't ever think I've seen one of those, you know, small footprint competitions. I don't know. I've not watched too many of the PGI ones. I know the, like what are the rules at the PGI one when you're, when you're in the small contest, you get multiple positions or is it all out of one? I think it's all out of one. I haven't okay. looked into it. Has anybody ever done fireballs <laughs> out of one position? Um, not to my knowledge. Okay, you did. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you did it in a four by again, four space. It's, it's it's breaking boundaries. It's breaking barriers. Like, uh huh. It was the last hit, and I'm like, you know what? If everything catches on fire, who cares? You're okay with it. Everything's aluminum. It's- everything's wood. You have fire extinguishers. It's a club shoot. Like everybody's gonna run out there with a fire extinguisher and put it out. My mods were way out. I don't care. I love it. I I thought that was, I I didn't expect (laughs) that at all. I I was sitting through watching the whole thing. I'm like, man, this is, this is pretty long and this is pretty good. And I'm thinking to myself, what's even more messed up is the show before me. They had stuff that landed on my board and lit like (laughs) a third of my stuff off. So, Oh my, there was that much more that should have gone off in my show. Oh man. (laughs) Did you please tell me you're sitting right next to him, kind of heckling him in their ear. Oh uh, yeah, well, I was a little bit more worried because product was blowing up on my truck, but <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. it is what it is. It washed out, buffed out. Well, we do the uh, so at the Octoblast at the OPEG BPG annual event, we do the four by eight contest, and Jamie is the uh, two year two two time two time two time uh, pew, four pew. by eight, yeah four by eight champion of the world, and it's like the. The, the apparatus and just the amount of, of shit that, that he puts on a four by eight board is crazy to me. I, he brought this thing out first year and I'm thinking to myself, how is this even possible? I mean, it looked like, um, it did. It looked like Penrose steps, man. Like the, oh, yeah. like just an optical illusion of the amount of stuff that he had coming out of every little nook and cranny. And I think James sent me a picture of your guys's board. Yeah. This was pretty sick. Yeah. And it was still pretty sick, but I just remember watching your show. And when I watched your show, I'm like, Oh man, this could be a battle of the heavyweights. <laughs> we got to get David out to Octoblast. <laughs> The, the, you know, obviously we've been talking about, or you guys have talked about uh, a certain somebody using a bunch of drone swarm in shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we're like, you more. know what? Let's we just, would actually like to have some. So please stop like taking all of them. I, I know, I know, we're getting them in, so they're coming. Uh-huh. I've heard I've that heard before. Yeah. <laughs> From other companies that don't get it in. I'm just kidding. No, um, most definitely, we we multiplied our order. 
for that. Um, but I, I think something that, <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. um, something that like James and I like to do um, is we like to take items that are not supposed to be used in bulk and not supposed to have. They're supposed to be kid toys, right? Or kid yeah. fire yeah, novelty kid stuff. toys. Yeah. I do not condone toy fires. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> like I, we, we I take got stuff hairy that, legs. Yeah, hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, take take things yeah, that good are luck not collecting your thoughts after that one. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Taking things that aren't supposed to be shot in, in mass quantities and making yeah. it look good. So that was just one of the next things on the bucket list. And and I know obviously we've all seen videos from, from China where, where they do mass launches of dolas or how, however, be it, maybe it's the drone swarm. I'm not really sure. Um, but we're like, you know what, let's, let's try this at, um, CobraCon for the dominator demo. Yeah. Um, personal opinion maybe i'm biased but i thought it turned out quite phenomenal oh dude it um, looked great and then we're like you know what like the fireworks I, I think how the conversation actually got started is we were doing our shooter demo and we've all done the the training where you know we have to shoot a firework through a three-quarter inch shoot of plywood or half half inch sheet of plywood and and they're well this is this you know this is what it's like going through your body well yeah we're like you know what we're only shooting five eighths inch size bores or inch bore. Let's put the drone swarm on there. Like it's it's gonna shoot through that sheet of cardboard, even if those drone swarms don't go. Right. So we're like, let's just make it a multi-layer board. So you could get a lot more on there doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was really, really Dude, that, ef- that effect though, it just has such a it's such has such a cool little flight path. Um, and in the so way random, it just, yeah, yeah, it's, just it is, like, it's, it's random and, but you can, you can really find creative places to put that in a show and make it look yeah, really good. It almost creates like a whole new atmosphere because, you know, you're expecting, you know, a comet to go from zero to a hundred really fast. Mm-hmm. This drone swarm is just like, it's just going to float and glide. You know, it's, yeah. it, it takes, yeah, just adds a whole new aspect. Yep. So yeah. And it's got a nice, it's got a nice vibrant burn to it. It does. Well. So like you can't, yeah. you can't miss it. Like, you know, what's happening when it's happening. And it's just, it's a really cool little, cool little effect. Um, first time I saw it in person was at Cobra Con and I thought, oh, was it, it? I thought it was badass. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was fun. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I feel like you're just Dude, pulling them out of the jar and re-clinking no, them back in. I didn't. It's sitting on front of it my desk like here, but I realized coin. that I have, <laughs> do this it's the same noise. Uh, it's a sound effect. Yeah. Like, that's like three dollars worth of cuss words so far. <laughs> three, three dollars. Yeah. Uh, just pressing a button, clink. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's that's, that's how I can. And Jamie, I debated. That's how I was gonna. I should have done this to keep you engaged. I should have given you a buzzer or something. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had too much fun with that. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even swear. <laughs> it's okay. No, you did. It's okay, but I'll swear. make you. <laughs> Katie appreciates you. said Katie. a word Generous that nobody donation. understands. You'd be like, damn it, Jamie. <laughs> 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 David, how many uh how many got on your crew this year um, at Skywars? Official number, I, I roughly twelve. I know I have a bunch of other um 
people coming out that have volunteered their help, which is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, couldn't thank them enough. Um, Need my help. But there's no shortage of, of uh, help. Dude. I mean, you know, you're pretty helpful with bringing some effects that we won't talk about on here. <laughs> <laughs> Still got to finalize all that, but <laughs> yeah. I got so, you, bro. You know, prepping parties at the undisclosed Airbnb. Hot glue yeah. effects nice. on the frontage boards. <laughs> Five car garage. That. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised that the uh, Airbnb uh, didn't put like a rider or something on rentals for that weekend. <laughs> you know, and that's funny. If you're a I even straight person, on there. Please click this box. I straight even put it on there. Like we're doing the firework event. Like I told her, like this is what we're doing. You can not not approve this because of this. So she knows what she's getting into. <laughs> Yeah, please say whatever you, you know, whatever you do, just don't get your sulfury smelling black powder hands all over my good throw pillows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, dude. So how long is, uh, how long is the show? Uh, Just over 14 minutes. That's awesome. What was the time? What was the time limitations that they gave you guys for uh, pro competition? 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Yeah. 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 That's great, man. Use, uh, use the entirety of the, of the allotment. Yeah. 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 And I, I did have some edits that I made. Uh, I, I did have it just about to 15 minutes, but really, um, uh, I didn't, I just didn't like some of the, the ways that like songs ended. Mm-hmm. So God, I made my own songs rendition. Hardest part. It, it is. I mean, genuinely it's so much work. It, it's, it's, it's not the worst part. Well, maybe it is, you know, maybe it is. Coming up with the audio track, and and again for everybody it's different. You know, is it yeah. is it a matter of um, coming up with a theme? Is it um, uh, yeah, a, just a movie like title a, or, or this or or other, right? even like even if if your your track isn't necessarily theme, just trying to trying to make it flow. Yeah, yeah. If music selection and the quality of the track wasn't a category, then I think you would probably you see less time spent uh, trying to make those tracks perfect. But you know, I've, I've really enjoyed a lot of the edits um, and the comps that I've heard over the last few years. Yeah. I mean, goodness, even today I was... Um, <laughs> I had my laptop up on the edge and I'm like listening to the audio like really close into my ear, right? Because <laughs> I, I don't want any like nuance sound bits in between the mm-hmm. transitions of yeah. music and audacity usually does a phenomenal job at showing you those you know an extra wavelength in there but i was listening to it as loud as i could in my truck and i heard like a weird tick in between <laughs> one and i'm like well this didn't show up on audacity uh, so yeah. <laughs> you go in there and you pull out three seconds you add three seconds in, yeah. you know so yeah. you don't mess up your your timing on 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 the yeah. script and uh the, so. Yeah, throw um, uh, throw your crossfades. Use crossfades in between your transitions because it'll take a, it, it'll take out some ticks. Um, and, and it's it's different with if you're trying to tie songs together that are different keys and different tempos. Um, it's substantially harder, actually. I mean, there was uh, a track that I did for my for my pop uh, a number of years ago at the lake. You know, there were a couple of songs. One of them was um, oh gosh, what was the uh, Lakeshore Drive. 
Yeah, it was Lakeshore Drive, uh, the, the the tune from Guardians of the Galaxy. But, you know, obviously this was like, it was one of those super proud moments because my dad actually used a song like before it became repopular again. So it was yeah. really cool. <laughs> but, you know, like he wanted to tie together uh, a Beach Boys track and Lakeshore Drive. And they're two totally different keys, right? Two totally oh, yeah. different keys, two different tempos, slightly different tempos. So that transition never sounded right. So I wound up having to take part of the end of it and find a common note, you know, using the circle of fists and I'm getting, I'll get into the music crap here again, but like using the circle of fists to find, um, you know, the common note between those two keys. And then all I did was like, I, I took the last note of, um, the beach boys tune pitched it up to that note, which was close enough to where it didn't sound weird. And then it just, just flowed right into the yeah. track, but you got to do like, it's, it's hard to do that so stuff. It's not easy. Designers don't talk about enough to it. Like space in between your songs, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're scripting a song, what do you average between the song? Is it, does it depend on how you're ending that song for the space in between the song to let effects fade out? Or do you just have a set like, okay, I do three seconds in between every song. Yeah. I, and I think you're right. I think a lot of, um, a lot of designers will elect for the latter and not realize, Hey, uh, you know, your the feel might be off. The feel might yeah. be off. Um, you know, you might have some overlap in the next track starting because, you know, if you're, especially if you're doing something, um, you know, a little more open to end that song, that was the transition song, right? If you're doing something more open where, you know, where you're relying on uh, cakes, predetermined fusing or chains or something like that, like, you know, you have to be able to, to bake that performance into that transitional space for it to, to come off to the person that's digesting the show. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I'm even looking at my audio track right now and it's like, well, there's one area I have like seven seconds and there's another area where I have, two and a half right but it's just in how i'm transitioning it's how it it's the effect that i'm using um at the end of that song that to me determines where the next song starts yep yeah yeah and that's awesome that you think about it man um you know in the competition space I, i feel like you really you really need to and that's why you are where you are yeah you know yeah, and I, I even do like a 10 second um, between the time I press go and the time my first effect yeah. hits or the first cue or the first beat of the song, right? I just, oops, I pressed that on accident, right? Now I have time to cancel or pause it or, or this out or the other. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they're re- very, very, very nerve wracking 10 seconds, I will tell you that. <laughs> it's always the worst, man. The worst. The, the, at the point in which you hit go to the point where your first cue starts to do its thing is is probably the most gut wrenching. Oh, well, I mean, so, I mean, look back at 2021, right? So my first seven cues went and then nothing else went after that. Yeah. Because wires got pulled. So, you see the first seven, you're like, all right, now I can relax. And then nothing yeah. else goes. And then, well, that's it's a, just a weird dude, panic. It's I, a weird, oh yeah. I can imagine. Panic. Panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In that moment though, when you're trying to digest, like you're looking at things and you're like, Oh dude, this something's wrong. Your first thought, like, cause this is, I feel like this is probably a good little teaching moment here. 
What's your process? Once you get over the initial shock of, uh oh, my whole display is, is not going off, um, or you see that, you know, spots are missing, you know, you're missing positions or something similar. One, how do you make that call to stop the show? And then how do you work backwards? Where do you start from? Okay, how do I troubleshoot this? Yeah, I mean, for instance, you know, obviously Skywars 21, um, it was it was going and then I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just more of a gut instinct. And it's really weird, but like I seen the first seven cues go. And and as a designer, you know what's supposed to come next. You've yeah. watched it. You've listened to that track more times than you want to admit. Hmm. Um, so I guess my first gut instinct, whether or not it was good or bad, I mean, in this instance, it was good. I found the big red button and I slammed it as hard as I could. Yeah. Cause I I, I want it to stop. Like yeah. I I'd rather have the product not go and not have a show than be embarrassed because Oh yeah, you know, because the two like thirds of the product yeah. isn't going off. Right. Yeah. So well and me, because there's yeah. there's instances too where um something the show might be going off and I I don't know, you could be in a headspace where you feel like I you don't know your gear enough or you know, you just you're not sure of where the, the problem herein lies. So I think a degree of it is, you know, understanding your firing system, but yeah, how do you like, how did you guys troubleshoot that as a team? I mean, were you on the radio immediately to the rest of the crew? I were like, they, was everybody so with the you? Only, and- yeah, everybody was with me. Um, what I ended up doing, um, I ended up just like firing the system down and turning it back on. So <laughs> kind of a weird backstory. When I started the system, or when when you're getting queued up to go to you know shoot your musical, they tell you to fire your system up at least one musical before you're supposed to fire, right? Yes. Um, you've been behind the table, you know what it's like. So I had that done, and then in between the show before me, or I believe that I don't know if it was a show before me or some exhibition shells. Anyways, there was some Kate. Yeah, there was an exhibition shell, right? And it blew up in the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, happens whatever yeah so the fire team went out and they went to check it and that wouldn't have been a problem except on their way back they decided to put out some cake fires um (laughs) in the field and they literally just ripped complete trunk lines to the wireless system that i had out there um so i had already done my continuity my board looked right it looked fine nothing showed any different because i didn't press like a recheck button. Yeah. So I, I mean, again, it happened. Um, fast forward to pressing the red button. I shut the system down, turned it back on, and I rescanned for mods, and only a third of them were there. Mm. So at that point, you know, I know it's not the wireless system because I just had continuity. So my first instinct is all right, well, let's send two people out as fast as we can and let's check the wireless systems in the field. And, you know, as soon as I seen, like, as soon as I seen the board was only a third there, it's pretty much like, all right, well, you can put two and two together. You know, when you're running an ATV out in the field, you're going to pull something. Yeah. You start working, you, you try to, you try to work backwards to determine, okay, you know, do you go off of like, um, um, do you have a chart or something or something you take to the table where, you know, probably something 
not too dissimilar, if not the exact same document that you use for continuity checks to know what channel modules you have in what positions. Is that something where you kind of reference that and you're like, okay, I'm missing, you know, channels X through Z. So therefore, uh, you know, maybe we lost a trunk line somewhere in here. Yeah. So I, I, my book or my binder, I call it the Bible. Cause I mean, when you're on the field, it is uh-huh. your Bible for the week. Um, so I always have that with me, especially when we're doing um, continuity checks um, hours before the show. And that just stays right there on the table with yeah. me. Yeah. So it was pretty easy to see, you know, when you have, um, again, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like one through 32 were missing. And then 33 was there through like 48 and then 49 through Whatever. Again, I'm just throwing random numbers, but I yeah, know that yeah. like there was a block of like the middle third was there, and then the upper and lower portions were gone. And it's like, well, process of elimination. Obviously, you know something has happened to those two modules. So yeah. let's go out, let's check them, and then they found that the trunk lines. And then there was a weird glitch that with that, I think something was playing funky with the field. Um, randomly, it would pull up some mods, and then it would hide some mods or show that they weren't connected. Yeah. So we had to go keep running out there and checking wires. Um, so that's why it took so long. But Well, you guys got it squashed. I think it did. If I remember correctly, I think you guys did it under, did it under 10 minutes, didn't you? Um, you know, I genuinely, it might've looking back. Um, sitting I don't in, remember. In the table yeah. Behind I, the controller. Yeah. It felt like an hour. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine why. You know, Rob and everybody's. Are, are, you, are you guys ready? Are, are you guys ready? No, not yet. No, uh-uh, no. And every time I press the button, some mods will pop up, and then some yeah. more won't. Mm. And and again, I don't think it was any fault to Starfire. Um, yeah, I think oh, yeah. it was just. It's just freak a, of nature dude, it's, a, or it's right. It's the it's the nature of having wires in the field. You know, yeah. when you have wires in the field, dude, there's more obstacles. The more obstacles you have, especially on a field with that high of foot traffic or traffic. And then toward the end of the night, it gets even worse with the safety crews that are, you know, because they out don't to know anything. Fires. Well, they, yeah, they know nothing about your layout. They have no idea where all of your modules and, you know, you, like your modules are placed or, you know, your slats or any of the wiring that goes from one to the other. They don't know where that stuff is. Not and a lot of times, um, yeah, it was cool. I think I don't know if it was last year they implemented that like a drive lane or something. They they put something out on the field to make it easier for the safety crew to like, yeah. you know, have ingress and egress into the space, hoping to prevent issues like that. So I love seeing that, you know, they'll they tackle things. And I know, you know, Rob and Brian and those guys always come to the shooters for feedback after the event. So, they do. so I'm yeah, sure that I'm sure that year, like, that. you know, you and, you know, Jameson, the year that he had trunk line issues, I'm sure that was a, a big deal, right? I th- I'm sure that was a big part of that feedback that was offered yeah. back to them. Um, but kudos to you, man, because I cannot yeah. imagine what that feeling is like. Um, you know, I, I've had issues at the table. I've never had issues at the, you know, I, I, knock on wood. I, I hope to never have issues on a stage that big. When I shot Skywars, I was worried about things, but didn't have any issues. Um, I cannot imagine the headspace uh, and how crazy it is to have an issue <laughs> yeah. on a stage that big, but you guys handled it like a champ, man. Yep. That's, that's what we're born to do. 
Yeah. David, is there, so I, we've been going for about an hour and a half now. So, you know, before we, before we, uh, kind of cut things loose, I guess, Jamie, do you have any other burning questions for, for David before we wrap this thing up? I do not. We just need a conglomerate on that four by eight sometime soon. Yeah. um, Is that even a word? I made it up. Conglomerate. It is. it is what it is. Conglomerative <laughs> is a word. It is what it is. I'm like, it is, is what it is. Stop conglomerate. <laughs> oh, wait, I think Google popped it up. Conglomerate to form, gather into mass or a whole. Good job, Jamie. I even used it appropriately. AJ to form into or merge with a corporate conglomerate. <laughs> That's true because David's RKM. Corporate. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm I'm wanting to do something. Is this year gonna happen? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think the head to head needs to happen. It won't hmm. be this year. Um because I think we know. should work on one together. No, right. you guys need to face off head to head. <laughs> no, no, let's do it together and then we'll get his ideas. Because that's too because I won't put my jerky. ideas out there and then I'll just beat him at his own game. <laughs> the way you, <laughs> you lay out your racks on your board is like that is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh the 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 Craig Co racks that it was, was cool looking. It was For the sure. most butterfly or angel wingish looking. <laughs> it it was it was fun. I'll just say it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Bo, I think I sent you my site layout. I don't know if you, dude. Oh, yeah, I did. Because of, of the, that, did, uh, you see, did you see the funny like tab that I did? I there? did. You, you are here. Yeah, I, know, I love that. that. I just <laughs> that's uh, the first. I it took me a minute to find that, and I did find <laughs> it before you sent the handwriting thing. Because when I looked at that, the first thing I thought to myself oh, yeah, is. Yeah. This man has the prettiest handwriting I've ever seen in my Stop life. It. <laughs> what are we talking like, about? Not only do I not only do I understand this site layout, but it's legible. Yeah. In yeah. every way, shape, or form. It's very no, beautifully it laid out. Me. So please I, compliment been, whoever wrote it. Will do. Yeah. I, I will uh, tell you I have the handwriting of a doctor. So. Yeah, not well, then when I saw that you are here tag and you said that's me, I'm like, oh, okay, now we're back on planet Earth. <laughs> now we're the reality. No, now we're, we're I, here on planet Earth. Yeah, I'm <laughs> been throwing around the idea of just like randomly throwing one on the edge of the woods and being like, You are here. <laughs> if, if you're drunk and pissing in the woods, you're here. <laughs> Audio, what you should do is just have the whole thing and then directly out like the back, right by the eights there or something, put yeah, audience yeah. here, spectator here. <laughs> Spectators here. Paid personnel here. So what day are you guys going out to uh Innsbruck? Tuesday. Tuesday. I think everybody's going to be It is going Tuesday. to be ridiculous next two weeks. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, dude, I, thank you for taking the time and hanging out with yeah. us. No, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, huge shout out. Not that there, I don't know if any of the, the, the people I'm going to speak about will be there, but um, Rowdy, uh, huge shout out. Um, Bert and everybody that has helped prep in the last month and a half i could not have done it without you and obviously the rest of the crew um my wife taking care of the kid uh chuang may fireworks for some generous donations and brian at rkm for 
letting me use his time to <laughs> work, <laughs> work on the show. Um, it only reflects yeah, well on him. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And, you know, primarily, obviously, obviously, I, you know, I do sales there. So oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm taking primarily the Night Owl um, and, and, and our Shockwave uh, brands out there. And again, it's, it's not because, you know, other brands we carry, you know, Dominator aren't good or this out or the other, right? It's just that we're trying to get the name out there. Um, and I don't think that there's a bigger mm. platform or stage that you can do it than, than Sky Wars. Like, and not it, only that, it's, it's, it's unique product. You know, I like yeah. I, watching that stuff. It is, it definitely kind of separates itself from the mainstay. And I, it's very consistent product, especially a lot of the, the one four pro and the single shots. So I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. And I will be testing the limits on some of our compound cakes for the finale. So love it. Intrigue. Like I, I know the consistency of, of this, this specific cake that I'm using is, is top of the line. Um, so as long as the connections work. No, um, they, they'll work. I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll be, it'll be just, just good. I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of the connection issues just has to do with um, errors with the, the person using the product. So, yeah. um, but again, like you said, you know, great, phenomenal product, um, doing our best to come out with new effects, um, bigger, better um, more colorful than, than the next guy. You know, you have to have the front, you have to have yep. the, the front seat of the bus for a reason. Um, and, and, Buddy, and I tell you what, like there. just keep, keep sending me those videos because it gives me the, uh, it, inspiration. It, it, yeah. Well, I was You're it, my it's, inspiration it's, over it's, here it's, singing. It's, it's inspiration, <laughs> but at the same time, it's so refreshing you know, like some of the last, uh, like those, those last videos that you kind of sent me like, Hey, is this, is this cool stuff for one, four pro? I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking amazing. And, and I, I crammed it. it in the show. I think, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I think you were talking about like the sky comet cake and that falling leaves cake. Well, you sent me the, uh, there was a, it was, I, I think Golden a C shower. Yeah, it was like a C shaped slice too that you sent. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. We're producing that next year. Oh my Don't god, have that yet? It's amazing. Um, but I mean, you you actually seen it in person at at CobraCon. Yeah, <clears throat> doing the Chuang Mei demo. So yeah, yeah. But dude, keep doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's special to me when I feel like designers that appreciate the same things, you know, that I appreciate in really pretty innovative product, you know, you see the space is like the voids in the space that need filled. And you're looking right. at this like, Hey, this is, I've got an opportunity to, to manufacture something cool here um, to innovate the space and do something new. And I appreciate the hell out of that. And I appreciate yeah. the hell out of you and Brian for, for doing it. Um, and that's Chun May, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, I know you're, Getting low on time there, but uh, if you're obviously looking at a little uh, self-plug, if you're looking at getting any of it, most definitely reach out to me. Um, Email is uh, david at rkmfireworks.com. If you've seen any of our demos or you're going to go to Skywars and want some of the phenomenal product you're going to see out there, 
hit me up and uh, we'll get you an order. We do ship uh, across the country. Um, and, and the main <clears throat> idea behind the, the compound cakes really was for smaller display companies that um, didn't have the space for um, one, three storage, or they want to expand their smaller um, display, not even smaller displays. I mean, my God, I did a $20,000 fireworks show with just compound cakes this year. That's awesome, man. Uh, So it's not just an area for, you know, this $3,000 football, um, high school football show, right? I mean, I'm using them in massive city displays. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, dude, in like a lot of those city displays too, um, if sometimes you're tight, you know, there's, there's really only tight. a few, oh, dude, because of like your fallout zones, it seems like the more you expand that fallout zone, the more property owners that you have to get in the know on your display. And then it just comes with a whole bunch of red tape, you know? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, just the more, um, more insured, um, yeah, additionally insured in the insurance and mm-hmm. not that the price goes up, but I mean, it's just more liability, you know, you're yep. just adding, yeah, more risk. That's right. So, and uh, we uh, we don't like risk. Don't like risk. We like to feel like we're in control. <laughs> don't we, Jamie? Yes. You yes. know what you're not in control of, Jamie? Your fate. When Ooh. David comes a knocking at Octoblast 2024. Well, who is the other competitor that we're? That uh, we don't. Been- we don't even bother with the other competitors because none of them. They have all basically just thrown their hands up and said, "We never want to compete in this again because Jamie's <laughs> ridiculous." <laughs> hmm. can't, it's. I kind of felt bad for like my dad. My dad said it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember, dude. My <laughs> my dad was like, like, "You can't compete in this thing anymore because Jamie, you know, yeah, small time comes out there and blows the the world up on you know, a four by eight. <laughs> yeah." No, um, yeah, I mean, I, I most definitely um, see. <laughs> I don't, still don't think damn it counts. There it is. No. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I most definitely do plan on coming out there. Um, but again, you know, Sky Wars and I know, man, you're uh, busy another, this year. Another kid on the way, and uh, oh gosh. I, know, I love that, yeah. dude. Congratulations. I don't Appreciate think I've it. sent any congratulations to a man yeah, yet, so yeah, make sure yeah, you send so. that. Uh, Send that along, man. Yeah. So T minus two weeks. I love it, man. Can't wait to see <laughs> everybody. Awesome. Love it, man. Can't wait time. to see you. I uh, can't wait to see you either. It's going to be a blast. I wish you the yeah. best of luck. Kick some butt. I'm Most not going to say that. Good luck, man. <laughs> All right. See you guys out there. <laughs>